You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Hello and welcome to episode 35 of Rounding the Bases. My name is Robert Askew. My name is Matthew Sizemore. Robbie, how the... Hmm. How the... I'm out of... I'm out of ridiculous ways to say, how are you? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, whatever. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, oh, sir? Oh, God. Um, all right. Uh, what's today? December something. Uh, I'm, you know what? 12th. I am, I, think. I am not anywhere. When, when I'm saying that out loud, I'm, I'm realizing I should be panicking because I really have done no Christmas shopping at all yeah and normally i'm mostly done by i i usually handle business pretty well by black friday-ish uh didn't even buy got a lot of stuff from oh that's what it is i got a ton of things for my small child and uh yeah. and some for me and uh no nothing for anyone else so that's a problem you uh you behind too well, I'm always behind every year. Uh, That's good. <laughs> there's not one year I think I've been ahead of schedule. Uh, but I always start with a child. I actually started yesterday, started just shopping. Uh, I mean, kids are easy. Yeah. It's so easy. I mean, all you got to do is just get toys or a touch pad I screen type thing. Uh, and they're good. And you can do all that shit online. You could do all that stuff like on Amazon, which is what I've been doing. So I'm pretty much done with my son. Uh, so that's easy. Yeah. My dad is pretty easy because my dad is like the type of guy who already has like everything. And as soon as he wants something, he'll just buy it. Oh, so he's impossible to shop for. So usually what that what I do is just buy him booze. <laughs> That's what I do. I was going to say, he's <laughs> so an experienced guy then. You get him like a, I don't know, a wine tour or something. No, he wouldn't, he wouldn't even want to do that. All right. Uh, he would, uh, no, I just, I just buy him alcohol. No. <laughs> Literally just buy him like a bottle of Makers and maybe like, I don't know, some some sort of like kit thing for like making old fashions or whatever, or, you know, something like that. My mom is impossible. No. I don't know what anything my mom likes. Um, she has a house filled with cow figurines. Oh, there it is. is more, more cow figurines yeah. then. I know just more cow. Stuff. Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a cowbell. Ooh, cowbell. a little more. Yeah. Uh, and I do have nephews and usually I'll try to send them like a, gift certificate or a gift cert like a gift card for like playstation stuff sure so that they can just buy things and uh yeah that's really all i uh that's really all i shop for i might get my uh one of my closest friends something this year i don't know what i would get him uh you. you know what uh you just brought something to my attention that really the world or i probably should say just america needs you were saying how it is easy to shop for for the kiddo and i was thinking yeah you're right i have a one one year old one she's about to be one year in four months four months you look at these these toys you look at uh whatever it is and it says ages one to two or three to five or whatever on the box yeah we need those for adults we need yeah. items that are like ages 35 to 38 
ages 39 to 45. We need things like that because I just have no idea what what to get people in general. I guess just my my parents and my my brother. My brother listens. So Ross, if you're listening, which you are, thanks. Um, what do you want? And I hope you listen like right away as soon as this comes out because we're almost there. Um, just get him. Just print out uh, Kawhi Leonard's contract yeah. and how much he's making. Not <laughs> just, playing right now. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, and then uh, my, I mean, my mom and dad—they just kind of like what you were saying. They they have everything that they possibly need. So I want to get them an experience, but at the same time, we keep recurring a pandemic every time we think oh hey we're starting to get out we've got a new we've got a new variant for you everybody fantastic it's kind of getting so annoying though because i don't know we need like a third side like from media because we have like the side from the right which is just like it's over oh it's not that yeah it's not bad like i don't know it's there's nothing to worry about if you're a certain age. You don't even need to wear a mask. Like it's very more selfish approach. Oh, yeah. And then like the left side of media, like CNN, MSNBC, is like, let's scare the shit out of people as much as possible. Yeah. And like it does seem like this Omicron variant isn't really yeah, that, any more dangerous. It's just it's more, maybe more spreadable. Exactly. But we don't know if it's even more dangerous. It might be even less dangerous than the uh, last variant. What was I already forget Delta. the last one delta southwest so we just need a like we just need a third side of media which is just actual just common sense (laughs) i just wish i just wish yeah and it's it's our fault as the consumers for just going into like the left media or right media and not wanting it well that's that's the i mean you can make the same a, a better argument would be uh to have a third political party that's right in yes. the middle. I mean, that's that's basically what it is. You know, CNN left, uh, Fox right. You just need uh, something in the middle, which which is desperately needed here in America. Yeah. It's desperate because the 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 division is so it's crazier than I've ever seen it uh, in my lifetime and most people's lifetime right now. Uh, a third like legitimate party would just be so good I mean, why, for the world why not just limit it to three i mean if it, i feel like if you have like a party and it has like enough support then it should be able to get like on the ballot but like the, i know the requirements right now are like kind of insane like it just feels like it's kind of fixed for the left and right yeah. well they only wanted to i mean there system. are there are several parties but there's only two two that anybody pays attention to that's the problem you know there's like libertarian yeah. green uh whatever else we we just need uh you know who you know started one that i think could have some track could have some traction is, An- is andrew, andrew yang, yang. Yeah, yeah is what's his the forward party i believe yeah and uh yeah it's like not left not right yeah forward that guy knows his stuff too that guy uh the forward party from what i've seen is basically just like all right, you know what? Let's ignore the BS. Let's just move forward. Like, here's what we got to do to save the planet. Here's what we got to do to save people from poverty. Let's just do this. Let's do this. As opposed to, well, maybe if we maneuver around this and save the dead. I know, but like, even the media is like against it, like having a third party. They're like, aren't you just going to ruin the chances like of another Trump to come into office? It's like, dude, just 
you're always going to bring up that point. Like we need more parties. Like let's do four. Like let's do four parties. Like right now, let's do, you know, typical Republican, Democrat, and then you have your libertarian and then you have your far left party. Let's do it like that. <laughs> let's divide it by four. That's, I don't know. I hate it. It'll never happen. No, it's not any, I don't know what it's going to take. Like, honestly, what it's going to take is, is like a superhero or something to, to be introduced to the world, save a bunch of people, be awesome. And then say, I'm starting a party and people will be like, okay, I'm going to join you. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know what else or rock star. You worship worship me. me. Okay. So we don't (laughs) want this party. (laughs) That's called communism. I am your God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're not going to do that one. Um, but anyway, things are fine. Yeah. I, know. I think that was the main point. I, I need to we, do some Christmas shopping. How did we get that? I was going to say, I don't, how I don't did know. we start this from Christmas shopping? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember how we got that. I mean, that's where it speaking, normally ends up. Speaking of shopping, I was kind of hoping you were uh, going to not want to do the podcast tonight because... I'm so sorry. It's okay because for whatever reason, I decided to look up. I knew the Blazers were playing tonight and I saw that they're playing the Timberwolves and the Timberwolves suck. And nobody really wants to watch the Timberwolves. And so I thought, I wonder how cheap tickets are right now. $5. Oh, my God. You could have gone. $5, yeah, for a basketball game. And that was like 300 level. And I was like, all right, what's the 200 level like? 20 bucks. Damn. That's awesome. Yeah. Good seats. Yeah. That you robbed me of, you son of a bitch. You should have gone. I mean, I would pay. uh, God, I'd love to see Dame Lillard live. I, don't, I think he's out right now. Ah, that's why it's 20 bucks right there. Well, I think it's more because it's um, Timberwolves. I think oh. That's what it is. Because tom- tomorrow I looked at, uh, they're playing Phoenix, and Dame, oh. I think, is still going to be out. And uh, the tickets are way, way, way more expensive. What's, what's wrong with him? I don't know. He's got something. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know CJ McCollum is out because he has, like, collapsed lung. Oh, that, that's yeah. quite the excuse yeah it's a good one though. uh i think dame just has like kind of just small little nagging injuries right now i think i mean he might be playing tonight i don't know what the hell happened Maybe to mccollum uh, his lung just collapsed i don't does that I, that doesn't just happen i think i think it i mean i don't think it happens like through like a basketball play not typically <laughs> I, I think it just extreme uh, charging overs. Yeah, an overexertion of your lungs being used. Typically, that's some type of traumatic event, like a car accident or you're shot. That's the worst. I would hate that. And that's... Oh, wait, Dame is... Dame is... Oh, you effed up. No, you... You made me effed up. No, I did not. If you would have said, hey, I got tickets to a a professional basketball game, I would have said, cool, enjoy yourself. I'm going to go to bed. How much are tickets right now? How much the game just started? <laughs> are they still five bucks? This is our episode now. Click. Yeah. <laughs> I will uh I will continue this podcast through Zoom on my phone. Yeah. And you'll just That's fine on the way. Yeah. We just need audio yeah. anyway. Uh but speaking of speaking of the NBA, I guess since you decided not to go to a game, which you definitely could have and should have for that cheap. Um we're Laker fans, though you live in Portland, but you're from LA, mm-hmm. it counts. What is, oh, I mean, 
I, I kind of saw this coming. Um, yeah, I didn't. I mean, if I want to listen back to what I said, because I hope that what I said, I know I was, I, I had high hopes, but that was more from a fan perspective, but I kept saying yeah. barring injuries. I remember I said that several times barring injuries. Um, and if, if they're well-rested, this group of senior citizens could be decent and, and they're not looking that good. The Lakers. Of well, they're decent offensively, sure. which, you know, they're putting up, I think, the fourth most points per game. Yeah. The problem is that they're putting, like, I think they're in the uh, bottom five in defense right now. Um, and that was the biggest issue. Uh, they, you know, they lost, they traded away uh, KCP and Kyle Kuzma, two of their better perimeter defenders. And they let apparently the best defender of all time on the perimeter, Alex Caruso, go mm. uh, to the Chicago Bulls, where he's absolutely fucking crushing it. By the way, uh, Chicago Bulls, I, I don't know if you've seen, but they're going through some COVID issues. They literally have eight players oh, right now on the COVID oh, list God. that cannot play. So yeah. Chicago is uh, Chicago is pumped so with covid right now if you are a betting person find out who they're playing yeah <laughs> and take and yeah take, take the spread yeah yeah real yeah uh no pun intended um so so the lakers i i was i remember i was saying and you've been i haven't even been watching because i have no time for anything and i sleep early and all the games start at my time uh, like eight something when I'm in bed. Um, but, uh, I was telling you before the season that LeBron AD and Westbrook, they, I, I know they had like a big dinner together. They discussed all these, uh, scenarios. So they discussed what they're going to do, how they're going to play, how they're going to share the ball, how they're going to look like the biggest, most awesome big three that, uh, that has ever been or something like that. And what's the Lakers record under 500, right? No, they're one game. over. Oh, 500. hooray. What is, what is but going they literally on? Literally can't. It's just defense. Well, it, yeah. I mean, the biggest issue is defense. Russell Westbrook has been playing a lot better. So yeah. I don't think the problem is him. It's the problem is defense. They just, everybody can get to the basket on this team. Um, I mean, everybody can get to the basket on this team is what I meant to say. Like everybody had like every opponent has no problem getting to the lane and getting easy layups against this team. Um, and it's predictable. There's nobody who could defend. Like you said, everybody is age 36 and up. Um, and it's just kind of weird. They're like relying like, oh, wait till Trevor Ariza comes back. And it's like Trevor Ariza is 37 years old or 36 years old. Like he's not going to make a difference at all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and he's looked done for the last uh, couple of years. Like he hasn't looked good. Um, they are still missing Kendrick Nunn, uh, who hasn't played all year. Um, he would be an improvement on the perimeter defensively. Um, but there is no timetable of when he's coming back. Um, I think he's probably still another month out and to just everybody in the league is good. Yeah. Everybody in the league is good. Everybody's got really good guard play and that's the Lakers biggest weakness is perimeter perimeter defense. Who's playing two right now? 
uh, who's playing the two yeah. guard for the Lakers. Uh, they kind of there. It's that's a position that's been interchanged like a ton. Okay. So um, for a while, so for the beginning of the season, Kent Bazemore was playing. Oh, a lot. that's right. And then they went to uh, Malik Monk, and then um, Avery Bradley has been starting a little oh, bit more. Okay, because he's like the only one who can somewhat guard on the perimeter. Okay, tell me this because I'm hearing so much uh, chatter, if you will, about AD. And how much yeah. he is not looking anywhere close to what he should be looking. Is this accurate? So he bulked up this offseason. And I think that kind of hurt him. Because he's just not as... His movement isn't as good. Hmm. His post play is... His post play is definitely improved. Because he is a lot stronger. Right. But man, anything outside of 18 feet, he's he's literally the worst shooter in the league oh, right now no. outside of 18 feet yeah i think he's like shooting like 19 percent from three point and then just like mid-range he's like 28 oh, percent his shooting has been really 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 bad mm. okay um i mean lebron's like looked incredible that's good i mean he's looked so good defensively he still looks like shit but <laughs> he looks uh he looks incredible his his three-point shooting is it's been really, really clutch. Um, but I'm a little bit concerned with LeBron because you're just not seeing him get to the basket, like as far as like in the in the half court offense. Okay. Um he, the only time you're seeing him dunks is like during like a fast break. Sure. Um so yeah. Uh, but like I said, Westbrook is playing better. Um, and that's kind of his thing. He always has really slow starts to seasons. Like you could just look at every single season, like his November, December are terrible. And then he starts to play really, really well starting in January. Hmm. Um, so I, I'm not too worried about him, but there are moves to make. I think with this team, there are trades to be made. Like, I don't think this roster that we see right now is going to necessarily look the same come the trade deadline, which is in February. Do you have any predictions? And, uh, I have no idea. Hmm. No idea whatsoever. I don't know who's going to be available. The only guys that you know that are available right now are like Ben Simmons. Um, Indiana oh. has yeah. uh, Indiana has stated that like basically everybody on their team is available. Um, and I was reading that, I guess uh, there's a player named uh, Jeremy Lamb. I don't know if you know who he I've is. I've heard it. I've heard of him. Yeah. Um, there was like a story earlier this week that the Lakers would be interested in him. Okay. How old is he? I think he's like fairly. 40. I think he's like twenty. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's like only twenty-eight. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so so I do think there there will probably be maids move uh before the trade deadline. Maids move? <laughs> Moves maids. <laughs> Sorry. They're moving maids around. Yeah. That's, so that's only the problem. Half a white cloth. Place, only half a white cloth. The place isn't clean. That's what happened. Move these maids. Yeah. Uh, Moves <laughs> made. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think they'll be looking for more two way players, guys who can shoot the perimeter and can guard the perimeter, like a Jeremy Lamb. Who, who would you see based on the fact that you have been watching? Who would you see them moving? Can you say that? Not necessarily who we would get back, but who can you see being moved? Uh, 
I mean, I can see guys getting released. Like DeAndre Jordan, I can see like getting released at oh, some point. He used to be a big name. Oh, he's awful. Oh. He's been so bad. Wow. Um, I think. I mean, they could move. I think either Malik Monk or Kendrick Nunn. The young guys, probably. Yeah, because I just think those are the two guys that they they have the best value for sure okay. because they're both uh, like on minimum contracts and they. You know, they can contribute right away to a winning team. So somebody like might be interested in them and willing to give up something. Um, yeah. So I think those two are the Lakers' uh, most valued pieces, obviously, from the big three. Hmm. I don't think they can, even if like they didn't want Westbrook, I don't think they can move off of him because of his contract is so ridiculous. Hmm. I mean, his, his contract's like forty-four million, Jeez. and he's just—he's just not a winning player. And that's such a shame. It's such a shame because he's such a talent. It's—it's it's hard to—it's hard to even acknowledge or watch that, seeing the things he can do. And now he's on a team with incredible star power, and everyone's old, including himself. I would love if there was a way we can get like Ben Simmons yeah. for him. For him, how? Yeah, but you'd have to do like a three-team deal, I would think, in order to make it work because their contracts are a lot different. Like Westbrook is at forty-four million, and Ben Simmons is at thirty-one. And I don't know if Dor- mm. Daryl Morey has already traded for Russell Westbrook when he was in Houston, the mm. GM, um, and it did not go well. So I don't know if he would be willing to. I don't think he would want Westbrook again. Mm. Uh, and that's why I think it kind of has to be a three-team deal. Some other team has to get it. It would it would never happen, Westbrook. but I would love to see Simmons at the two spot on the Lakers. Um, and I Oh, he could play the one, though. I, I know I mean, that, he's... but I mean, he's is he as is he as good a distributor as Westbrook, though? I think so. You think? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. No, he's He's definitely a uh, very creative, very flashy passer, and he's 6'10". I know. That's, see, that's why I think he should be at the, at the and he, two. And, he, and Ben Simmons is the best defender in the league. I yeah. mean, he literally, he he's always uh, finishes second in defensive player of the year, always because Rudy Gobert always mm-hmm. wins it because he just has, like, absurd amount of blocks. Yeah, he does. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he would shore up their defense right away. Hmm. And now, because then you would have him guarding perimeter, and then you'd have AD in the middle. Yeah. I mean, that would be that would worry a lot of teams. Okay, so say they say they get rid of DeAndre Jordan. Who uh, who's the other pers- Who's the other guy at the the five? Uh, or other they've guys been playing AD a ton. Oh, they've been playing AD a ton at the five. Hmm. But uh, Dwight Howard has uh, oh, that's a lot right, more Dwight Howard. I forgot he's on the team again. Uh, yeah. And how's he looking? He's okay. Right. I mean, he's doing Dwight things. There's sometimes where like he's come in, provided some energy, like big rebounds. Um, but just Dwight, just Dwight being Dwight. I like Dwight. I, I I've re- I've always liked him. That guy's massive. That guy's just a big dude, and I know he's like know. like his first his first time in the Lakers. God, I wish he would have just took it seriously. I just wish so much. Well, he was also coming up back surgery. Oh, yeah, that's true. So it was kind of a tough spot for him because he definitely lost uh, some athleticism that first year he was with the Lakers. Yeah. And then 
I just don't think he like. I mean, that situation was also just a mess. Like, yeah, it was. There was no chemistry like with Nash. I mean, even Steve Nash said it. That team, like he said, like I couldn't really play with Kobe. Like there wasn't really just that kind of chemistry. <sighs> I mean, he loved Kobe as a person, but he said he's like it just wasn't ever gonna work. That's a shame. That's a shame. God, love Steve Nash. Kobe, favorite player of all time. Ah, that breaks my heart. Was that the um? No, that was after the uh, Gary Payton. Um, oh yeah, that was yo, that well yeah, after. that's God. That, that team should have won. Yeah. By the they, way, they almost did. I know they got but, to the finals, but I think Malone got injured oh. towards the end. Like Malone, I don't even think Malone played in the finals. And then Gary Payton, I remember, just never fit with that uh, team. I mean, at one point, uh, a couple points, um, Phil Jackson was starting Derek Fisher over him, as they should. They, yeah, <laughs> and. Um, and like that finals, I mean, the, the Pistons just shut down Kobe. <sighs> I hate that. Like Kobe, yeah. Kobe just had an awful finals <sighs> against him. Like he was really, really bad. Ugh. Well, all right. Well, how do you see this now that now that we're uh, what are we in December? About half. Are we halfway through the season now? Jeez. No, no. we're only there. There were 25 games. So we're. A third? Okay. Is that a third of an 82-game season? What are you thinking now about, about our Lakers? Uh, It's really tough because <laughs> they've had... they. I mean, they're one game over 500, and they've had the worst... Or the um, the easiest ranked schedule so oh, far. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have literally, like, every single night, they've played just garbage teams. I think it was two games ago, they played Memphis, and Memphis has so many guys, like, on um, COVID protocol, yeah. too, like John Morant, Dylan Brooks, their best defender, um, and they lost by, like, 13. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, tonight, they're playing Orlando, who has, what, five wins, and I'm not sure they're going to beat them. I mean, like <laughs> Lakers are, I believe, 10 point favorites. And I don't know why, why mm-hmm. I don't understand why that Vegas is, uh, I wish I still gambled on sports, but I would just bet against that. Uh, hard to do. Well, that's a shame. That's a shame. Uh, but I don't know. I think, I think if the Lakers can get into the playoffs, that's when things change. Because I mean, right now, th- right now, the way they're looking, they're going to be in the play-in tournament, oh. like they were last year. Okay. So, I I don't know. I mean, there's definitely ways for this team to improve, but like right now, Anthony Davis is he's not playing tonight. He's not. He didn't play last game. He's got. Um, they're kind of worried about something in his hamstring. They just announced that there was nothing structural, so he's right now day to day. Okay. Um, but they've got a tough schedule uh, coming up. I think this is like kind of their last easy game. Right. And then it and then it starts to get more and more difficult. And then they got that Christmas game against Brooklyn. Jeez. And then they have Chicago again. And Chicago's will have hopeful will probably have all their COVID symptom players back by then, of course. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, whatever. All right. Well, we'll see. Oh, bugs landing on me. Ow. Um, all right, well, we'll see what happens, but I, I don't have a lot of, uh, hope or expectations, unfortunately, no, anymore. Um, hopefully they get into the playoffs. I'll tune in when I can then, but, uh, actually I'm, I'm off from work the entire last, uh, week 
of the year. So I'm going to have to catch as many games as I can then because I can stay up because it'd be good to uh, see. You know, every every time I get a chance now to watch a game, which is roughly never, it is, I always just tell myself, like, I'm watching A, my favorite basketball team of all time, B, one of the top, I'll say one of the top, three players of all time still playing and he's playing on the Lakers. I mean, and still playing on a high level, like year 19. Yeah. Yeah. Year 19, 37 years old. Uh, LeBron James is, is just, he's so much fun to watch with whatever he's doing. And it's like every game now, especially now is history. Every game now is watching history. Even if it's just an exhibition, whatever, um, you know, just normal regular season game, whatever it's, it's still, he could still do something magical. Like I always think back to, um, you never know what's going to happen in any given game. Like I'll I'll think back to, uh, Kobe Bryant at MSG dropping. What did he drop? 60. I think like 61 or something. Yeah. I think 61. That's just a regular season game right there. Granted you're at MSG, you know, any game could be the coolest game you've ever seen. So, yeah, so we'll see. Um, fun to watch LeBron, but uh, come on, Lakers, stop being old. Yeah, stop being old. <laughs> All right, well, you, uh, you, you brought up something about uh, completely switching gears here. Uh-huh. Acting. We're both from L.A. <laughs> yes. We know. Acting. Acting. We know people uh, that are actors or have acted uh have you done any acting yourself i should say live action acting uh i mean not like really i mean i've taken acting classes uh have you i have but uh yeah uh but nothing like i've never done plays or anything like that just tried it i liked it thought i was pretty good at it but it's just i don't know Growing up in L.A., you just see how many people come here for it, how many people fail. I remember, like, my last restaurant gig in L.A., like, I was working in downtown L.A., and everybody that was part of our staff was, um, was, like, had moved from different states to try acting. Yep. And so, like, every, like, they were all just talking about, like, oh, went on this audition, went on this audition today. Like, oh, somebody booked a gig where they're a dead body on Law and Order. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was just. Uh, Did you ever do auditions? Ever? No, not for as far as uh, acting. Like, I've done voiceover auditions, but I've never done uh, live, live acting. Okay. Acting auditions. Live acting, acting. Uh, I'm with you too. Actually, same thing here. Uh, just voice acting. I've done a lot of voice acting. Uh, booked a, a couple of decent gigs, um, and it's it's been fun. I've auditioned many many times, voice acting wise. Uh, never never live action. Uh, I've done some things for like comedy skits with with uh, various people, uh, just various like fr- groups of uh, like that are run by friends and whatnot. I, I really enjoy it, but same here. Um, <clears throat> but there's a show that you watched a little bit of. Uh, I have never seen it, but I hear, hear really good things. Succession. Mm-hmm. 
succession. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently the main main character was just let go. Well, he the rumor is that he is being let go. So the second season hasn't ended yet. So his so the actor's name is Jeremy Strong, and he plays uh, the character of Kendall on Jenner. the show. So he, yes, Kendall Jenner. It's the true life biopic. <laughs> uh, so his character is the main character on the show, and the rumor is that his character might be i guess they're i haven't seen this season um but they're spoiler alert but uh i guess this character is having a lot of dreams about death and like people are wondering oh is he actually dying maybe these aren't dreams maybe this is actually uh portraying what's actually happening i don't know i haven't seen it but um the reason they're the new yorker uh this week wrote a piece about him uh and basically just how difficult he is to work with Mm. and that's why they think this is his last season is because he's working with um you know professional actors like um god who's that guy shit macaulay culture i can't know the other culture yeah well there's that but um oh god he's an older actor and he's uh uh uh, Uh, brian cox brian cox brian cox what is he from uh you would know him i mean if you saw him uh he i mean this is such a weird example but he's like in super troopers oh sure he's oh the uh, the, the he was the chief the chief oh yeah. sure yeah yeah i know him yeah so brian cox is the other uh co-lead of the show and basically has had problems working with him shenanigans uh, brian cox so the problem is um is Jeremy Strong is a method actor. <laughs> now, if you know anything about method acting, method acting is when you become the character, uh, even between scenes, you are just walking around uh, inhibiting this character. Uh, most famously, I think the most famous person who does this is Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, uh, God. I would have hated yeah. to be around him and there will be blood. Yeah. Or uh, Gangs, <laughs> Gangs of New, New York. York. <laughs> walking around with an axe or whatever he had or a mallet or i mean this is what i don't understand about method acting it's like how does it work like like daniel day lewis for example played abraham lincoln oh yes so so he's walking around as abraham lincoln off like between scenes like wouldn't wouldn't abraham lincoln really be like oh what are these things? How does he are how these, does he get places? His cameras? <laughs> what is a camera? Does he travel by horse and buggy? <laughs> what strange clothing you're wearing? <laughs> does he wear the top hat? He's very tall, I think. Yeah. I just I don't understand like what the limits are. This is why I don't like I think I roll my eyes when I hear people are method actors because it's just like at some point you have to, you know, you're so like engulfed in being this character, but you also like kind of have to mentally put out, you know, the things that you're seeing outside of, you know, between takes. Yeah. I don't know. I've just, I've just always heard it nightmare stories about this. There's like this one actress that, um, God, I can't remember fucking actors names right now. Uh, she's in the fighter. She's won a couple of Oscars. Let me like, uh, Sandra Bullock. No, no, this is a fighter. Sherman Hemsley. Uh, Melissa Leo, hmm. she's a older actress, and I've heard she's the same thing. And like, it's just incredibly difficult to work with these people. 
Jeremy, uh, most famously, like too, uh, there was a whole documentary on Netflix about uh, Jim Carrey when he played Andy Kaufman. Oh, I've heard about that one. Yeah, and you could just like you could see. I couldn't even finish the doc. I got about ten minutes in. It was just so painful oh, to watch because no. he was just being such a fucking asshole. Yeah, and I remember there's like um, I think it was uh Jerry Lawler, the wrestler, the Jerry the King Lawler. Sounds he so was uh, okay. Yeah, well, he actually interacted with um, Andy Kaufman during Andy Kaufman's wrestling stunt days. Okay. And so he was in the, he reprised his, he played himself in the movie. And he literally almost like just beat the shit out of Jim Carrey. Cause, <laughs> cause he was just being so difficult and so rude oh. to him the entire time. He hated doing it. He hated doing it the entire time. And like even the director, I think Milos Furman or Milos Furman was his name, like couldn't fucking stand Jim Carrey. Jeez. <laughs> so I, I mean, I'm tr- I'm trying to see the absolute benefits of it and I guess I can kind of understand because if you're always doing that like always and trying to completely become that persona you you never I mean it it comes out in full on camera like on the big screen it comes out in full because you have engulfed what that character what that person is but at the same time, there's so many other negatives to that. Like, yeah. don't like, oh my god, your personal life, your family, it's so much ego. Yeah, well, it's just so much ego. Yeah, I can see that. I, I, I can't imagine. That's a, such a good point with Daniel Day Lewis playing Lincoln. If he did that, there, do you get on an airplane? Yeah. <laughs> Did a car drive you to set? <laughs> How did this happen? Do you do you have a cell phone on you? Um, it just uh I, I I feel like a majority of actors, and I might be wrong, but I feel like a majority of actors are not method actors and no. can and can pull off brilliant performances without needing yeah. to do that. Why can't everyone? That's the thing. Has there been, and there probably has been, and I, I might be an, an a-hole for saying this, but has there been a method actor? Daniel Day-Lewis is pretty great, but yeah, that that has done it so well that people are like, it's a good thing you're a method actor because there's no way anybody could have done this performance if they weren't a method actor like you, which is so cool that you're a method actor. No, I don't think so. I was actually, um, I was listening to a podcast that was discussing this and they were talking about, I guess there was a moment in Daniel Day-Lewis was in the movie Last of Mohicans, um, which has to do with uh, Native Americans and he plays basically like a white savior in that movie oh, anyway. But I guess like during the set, he was in character and he like was demanding that the crew was helping him build huts. Oh no. <laughs> So he was like so in character and apparently like he was fucking up the builds completely because <laughs> he had no idea what he was doing. He's never actually done that. <laughs> yeah, he's never done it. But he was just going ahead like he was in like fairly like huge structural problems. <laughs> <laughs> when method acting goes wrong. Oh, they should make a reality show on that on <laughs> method acting 
where it goes wrong. Abe Lincoln trying to drive a car. <laughs> I don't know. Right into a tree. But apparently, yeah, Brian Cox's stance uh, with Jeremy Strong is like, because Brian Cox is like, you know, acting his whole life, you sure. know, acting for 60 years. And he's just like, it's like, I don't need to do this. Yeah. Just act. Yeah. <laughs> just literally. You don't need to do <laughs> that. Act just and act. then don't be a jerk offset. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I can't. What I'm trying to think, I, I know I've heard of some other good examples of, uh, of method acting where it's just like, it's gone off the rails, but I can't think of, of any right now. And I couldn't even imagine, like, imagine being married to a method actor. They come home and they're Judy Jetson or whatever they're playing. They're, I don't know. That's what such a good a example <laughs> for the live action remake. Um, you know, do they, do they really like continue it outside of outside of the set, like at home? I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. God, I just hate actors. This is why. <laughs> this is why I also like didn't want to continue with like acting, like school and like acting lessons and like taking classes at college. It's yeah. Just because I was just around some of these people, and I'm just like, God, I just fucking hate you so much. <laughs> You're such. A egotistical narcissistic <sighs> douchebag. Oh. Yeah. It's uh I understand what you're saying. Um I I have I have friends that are that are actors, but I remember when uh like individually I I've had a lot of good actor friends individually for hanging out with them and maybe like one or two. But when you get a group of them yeah. together, it's it's just uh sh show it's just mm-hmm. everybody just clamoring to be the loudest to be the yeah. the most look at me yeah. and it's it's like oh my gosh it's hard to be around a lot of alcohol needs to be involved for the people that aren't actors yeah <laughs> please don't give them any no fucking get them weed yeah <laughs> please yeah, don't want to get them started on a method anything. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's why that guy was fired. Maybe. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> I think that's that's the main point that we were going to right there. Yeah. Uh, I've never watched Succession. I've I've heard it's great. My my co-anchor uh, talks about it a lot. She loves it. Um mm-hmm. so it's very good. Um th- there's so many shows. I know you and I don't watch a lot of shows, so I'm glad that we're here talking about shows um yeah i've only we don't need to chat about this i've only been like habitually watching one show right now have you heard of or seen invasion on apple tv or apple plus or whatever so uh i've heard of it that's it (laughs) (laughs) i think i've seen the preview for it okay long story short it's it's an alien invasion show one of the many that you've seen over the years but this one, mm-hmm. this one feels like incredibly realistic. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not like Hollywood blockbuster bang bang action. It's the the core of people that they bring in, and there's only one actor that I recognize, but <laughs> which is Sam Neill. 
who, if you know, oh, yeah. yeah, Sam Neill, Dr. Grant from uh, Jurassic Park. But he was only in the mm-hmm. first episode. That's it. And we're like 11 episodes in now or something like that. So I don't, it, it's a bunch of different stories. They've not Weird. gone back to his story for some reason. So I'm sure he's going to play some huge role coming up at some point. But they're just starting to connect the stories. It's really intriguing. And it to me, it feels like the most realistic situation of all the alien invasion movies or shows out there that just seem completely crazy. Like this one seems like this is how people would react. This is how people would see it from all different types of viewpoints. It's, it's a great show. And uh, as far as I know, no method actors on it. So that you know of, yeah, that I know. Um, Speaking of TV, and this is going to lead us to our next topic. I saw a preview for the new, Halo Ooh. television show. Did Halo you know television show? No. Yeah, it's going to premiere next year. I'm not sure when on Paramount Plus. Oh, no. Well, I know. That's another fucking streaming service oh. I'm going to have to get. That's something I'm going to need to see. It's uh, just in the preview. It gave me definite um, Battlestar Galactica vibes. I can see that. I don't sure. know if you've ever seen it. Uh, no, but I hear it's uh, like the greatest. It's okay. Nope. Terrible ending. No, it was great, but the last season, season and a half, I can't remember. I haven't seen so long, but the last season was pretty bad. Shame. Pretty terrible ending. Uh, But yeah, we were uh, talking about, what's up? Okay, hold on one sec. Okay. Hold on. I got to write this down. All right. Note the time. I'm just going to do it in our text. 46 minutes. Poor guy. He's like, I need water. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that's exactly how he put it. He told you, it's like, I need water. Uh, Dang. Okay. Yeah. I just texted all all of us. Okay. Go on. Halo. Halo. What was I saying? Halo the show, from what you know. Halo the show. But now there's a new uh, Halo video game, Halo Infinity, Mm -hmm. which is on the Game Pass, which is uh, what I'm assuming how you played it. Correct. Correct. Yes. Yes. How uh, how many hours have you already put into it? Not many. Um, I want to say about in between two to three. I put in an hour today. I I forgot that I started downloading it. I think it was yesterday. Okay. Completely forgot that I did that. And then I turned on uh, my Xbox. I was going to play some show. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I downloaded this. So I uh, played about an hour. Yeah. I liked it. Okay. I mean, it reminds me of every single Halo game. I do, yeah. I don't. There's not really anything different. I was like, oh, well, all the controls are the same. Everything, all the guns, all the, it seems all the, to be the same. Yeah, you would think. Now, here's where it got interesting to me and why why I am now hooked. Um, mm-hmm. The first two two main huge missions, did you, where, where did you get? Is, I went, I beat the first mission. And stopped. And then I just start. I started the uh, second one. And then I was just like, I don't have another hour right now. So I'm pretty, 
You know, Robbie, the more we talk, the more I love you because I'm pretty sure you and I in so many ways are the same person because I did the same thing. I, I played the first mission. I started the second one and I said, this, this is going to be, I can't, I can't do this right now. So I, <laughs> I waited uh, until last night uh, and then I, I just, I played the entire second thing. Then after that, that's where it got awesome. And I'm sorry for all the non-nerds out there, but this, this is going to be a moment. Um, after you beat that level, then it gets to, they, they've incorporated a new thing that I absolutely love where just like so many other, uh, open world games, mm-hmm. uh, which Halo has not really been much of yeah um what they do here is they say okay here's your main mission uh you have to go investigate a distress call however if you want here's some stuff going on over here you could rescue this team of trapped soldiers you could go get some type of uh you could liberate this forward operating base from the whatever they're called the not not the covenant the uh departed or whatever they're called i don't remember what they're called the departed yeah that's a padded um you can do this you can do this so you have so many options as to what you want to do like open world game side missions if you will in order to better yourself the master chief uh and it's it's got me really uh really hooked it's a gigantic game it looks like and uh so far it's it's a lot of fun and it it makes me almost nostalgic nostalgic pardon because I've not played a Halo game in quite a long time, and I'm someone who started from the beginning of Halo games from, yeah. uh, what was it, Halo Combat Evolved, it was called, a million years ago. That's the first one. Yeah, for the first, yeah, first Xbox. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember playing it, like, 2002? Yeah. 2001 And that was, I mean, that was just, like, that's a, a hallmark of of video game history right there the first halo so it's a great it's a great franchise and it's it's cool to see um something new come out and do this admittedly i i do have the last halo i did not finish it yeah i remember i think i same i remember when i bought my xbox what is it one xbox one is what i have sure um it came like with a bundle package of Halo games. Hmm. So it was like all of them, including the last one. And I don't believe I finished the last one. I think I just gave up. Yeah. I just got tired of the Covenant or whatever bad guys it was. Yeah. Um, it was just it was just too repetitive. Yeah. It just felt like all the other games before. Exactly. Um, and that's that's why I'm glad that this one kind of did what they're doing now that you're about to find out. Uh, with the open world thing because yes it does get repetitive the story's the story's good but yeah it is just run around kill a grunt run around kill a whatever kill this guy kill this guy it's it's uh that sounds awful but um yeah it did kill an alien there you go yeah Um, not a guy not a guy alien Uh, aliens aren't they don't matter no not much so uh you have the you have the xbox what do you have the xbox one like OG, yeah. not the Xbox One X. No. Okay. No, I don't think. No, I don't believe so. Okay. No. First off, Xbox needs to needs to get a new marketing team to come up with better names for their systems. 
Yeah, because you have the Xbox One. I have the Xbox One X. The is that the oh okay no the newest console for Xbox is the Xbox Series X. What? <laughs> Stay with Xbox. me. This is just ridiculous. Come on, Xbox. Really? Just call it Xbox XXX. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Xbox porn. You can call <laughs> it. Um, which, by the way, as as many of you may have noticed, is impossible to get. Absolutely impossible to get. I know. It's been, what, a year? Over a year. Wasn't it, like, released around, like, Thanksgiving last year? Was it that long ago? Yeah, because I remember like looking up. I remember looking up the prices of that and the newest uh, PlayStation at that time. And yeah, it was like I think they both came out around November hmm. of of twenty twenty. Jeez. Well, if it's been a year, that sucks because they're still impossible to get. I yeah. so I have the Xbox One X, which is the last console released before the current one. The Xbox Series X. Uh, are you are you someone who goes to GameStop ever? GameStop still exists. It does. I thought that was oh, I thought that's why everybody was buying stock just to, for nostalgic purposes. That's why they're still here. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, I stopped going to GameStop a long time ago when I was like trying to resale my games. Okay. Like I would have like a a brand new. Uh, I don't know. Like, I remember it was like a brand new Assassin's Creed that I like had to open technically for them to resell it or something like that. And just by doing that, like, five bucks. It was like $35. Yeah. I was like, yeah, $5. I was like, uh, yeah, they're the worst. Fuck you guys. They're the worst when it comes to that. I had a bunch of games. It was old, but they were great condition. Like, I had, uh, feet. Well, I guess it was technically like I was trying to sell FIFA or no, no, NBA. It was like five years old though, but it was in great condition. And I'm like, how much can I get for this? And they're like a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pay you just to leave yeah. and <laughs> fine, I'll do it. I'll leave. Please don't and please don't leave the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh so anyway, GameStop. Uh GameStop has had, like many places, a hard time keeping the Xbox Series X in stock. However, they are doing something right now, at least for pro members. I became a pro member specifically for this deal. It's like 10 bucks a year, so whatever. And you're how old? I am three. <laughs> um, so they are doing, because I, I really want to get the Xbox Series X because the graphics are supposed to be incredible. The operating system is supposed to be great. Uh, if you're an adult listening that doesn't like video games, the reason I want to get it is because of the entertainment center aspect where it plays Blu-rays like flawlessly and you can surf the Internet easily. Yeah. Do you, do you have a lot of Blu-rays? No. Isn't, isn't everything digitally streamed? It is. Yeah. It streams everything. Very. Never mind. Um, anyway, it costs $500, but they never have it in stock. What they're doing, though, they're offering right now for the pro members a trade in uh store credit value for the Xbox One X 330 bucks mm -hmm. which is unheard of like anywhere 
to, to trade in your old system. However, it's a, it's a tough one for me right now because they say this isn't going to last long, but they don't have the Series X in stock. So yeah, do I just trade it in, have no Xbox for a while, probably be productive in life, and then, uh, and then just wait for the Series X with that $330 credit until it gets in stock, which is going to be roughly never? Or do I just yeah. say, eh, you know what? Not worth it. It's been, it's been a quandary of mine for the past week. What do you think? What would you do? I, just, I would probably wait. Yeah. I would wait until, because eventually they will be in stock. Um, I mean, it's just that whole, what's, what's it called issue? The, uh, oh, uh, the, uh, the thing with the ships off the, yeah. <laughs> the, sh- the ship's stuck in the canal. Ships, yeah. That's what it is. Uh, throwback. Yeah. So I would just wait. I would wait at least until there's a game you really, really, really want to play and want, and then that's when you buy it. Like, if there's, like, a new Grand Theft Auto or a new, like, Red Dead or something, like, that kind of level of game. That's where you're like, I, yeah. I need the new system for this. That's what my ba- my buddy Aaron said today. He said, just wait until GTA 6. So I guess that's, like, five years probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> it sounds like it. Something like that. At that point, when I'm like mid into my 40s, that I'm like, all right, I can't. I have I have a child who can actually talk to me now. I can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't be doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm probably gonna hold off. Uh, I'm probably gonna hold off just because. Uh, I'm just gonna hold off. Okay. That's all I got. It's been <laughs> okay. a, a titillating subject here. Very titillating. <laughs> All right. Well, let's change this up because we're almost out of time anyway. Um, one thing that we looked up that surprised, well, surprised you, but surprised me about your state. Uh, every state has a favorite something. There's so many different subjects, like po- or most popular, whatever. I looked up uh, every state's or our state's most popular fast food joints. Mm-hmm. Mine was expected, but it's stupid. Yours, can I think. What's oh, I'm curious what yours is. So, Idaho, okay, I guess, yeah, is it Sonic? No, oh. but a good guess because apparently that was the most popular, uh, around the nation. I guess they had, I think, if I remember correctly, 19 of the state's favorite fast really? food places was Sonic. Sonic's good, it's not, it's, it's not fine. like it's fine, yeah, that's a good one, it's fine, it's fine. It's good. Hmm. It's be- it's better. I think Sonic is better than what uh than what we were given or whatever. Because but it's it's strange. Okay. Anyway, what what else do you think it is? What what it is. Oh, okay. Uh let's see. The answer, I guess. Slightly conservative state. Not slightly. Okay, very conservative state. I'm gonna go Chick-fil-A. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. Which is also kind of overrated. Thank as you. As far as chicken goes. Yes. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Exactly I don't, I don't understand why people are. That's and it. maybe that's just how I feel about like all fried chicken kind of places where it's. I don't feel like. I don't know. I feel like fried chicken just kind of has its max elevation. Yeah. I'm with you. Like I just. 
I don't think it's I, I like it, but I just don't think like you can really only elevate it when you're like starting to like I don't know. It's not like barbecue. You know, yeah, that's like when you can really like elevate. Yeah, it's. Chicken. I mean, you can really get unique with barbecue, fried yeah. chicken. You you can't. I mean, I guess you. It's just breading. It is like how much salt you're putting on the seasoning. I don't know. I mean, KFC's found a pretty good formula where it's just grease, it but is. it works. I guess <laughs> good potatoes too. Um. But uh, no, Chick-fil-A, I, I completely agree with you. And my my coworkers would get very, actually, they have got very angry at me for this, not legitimately. They love Chick-fil-A. And they're both yeah. two petite, petite ladies, but they, nice. they still love Chick-fil-A. And they, they tell me about how much they love Chick-fil-A. And every time I'm like, I'm overrated, they're like, they go off on me. It is overrated. Yeah. It's fine. It's it's okay. It's but but so you and I love In and Out, which I'm going oh to on Tuesday. God, you win. And most people think that is overrated. Who is most people? Because they are dumb. Okay, I mean not most people, but a lot of people think it's overrated. That sounds like too many people. And well, and those people are dumb. Yeah. I agree. Well, they just don't also get it. They, I mean, I've mentioned this point I think before on the podcast, but it's like it's the value. Yes, yeah. how good it is for the value, like what you're paying for. It's so good. Their fries are crap. Yeah, everybody knows. Well, that. I mean, unless you get animal style fries, then they're fantastic. Yeah, because you're just eating cheese it's, and the yeah. spread. Yeah. That's really the fries are just a a platform <laughs> is like, a vessel. Is, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe we're thinking about it. Maybe we're just not as crazy about fried chicken. As we are as like cheeseburgers, because cheeseburgers are the best food. Yeah, cheeseburgers are up there. Fried fried chicken, maybe that is it. Because fried chicken is it's I don't know. I just feel like it's easy. It's easy. You take chicken, which tastes for the most part the same. Uh I'm really gonna get into the details. Yeah, I am of how you make fried chicken. And then but there's only so so many ways to bread and season it, but for the most part, it's going to taste the same. I've got Chick Fil A. I want to say only three at most four times in my life. I think the same. I think I'm around the same time. Like it, yeah, at least three times. Yeah, and each time I've been like, okay, and, and wildly expensive. It w- that was my next point. Thank you. Agreed a million percent. I paid like twenty five dollars. For a couple things. Yeah. And it the whole time, I'm like, okay, eating it, I'm like, yeah, fine. Okay, this is fine. This is good. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. But I was not excited. It was not mm, none of that. It was like, okay, th- I'm eating this. I'm no, I no longer want to eat for a couple hours. Uh, yeah. But no, it's just, it was, anyway, that's, uh, that's my state's favorite fast food place. Gross. What was, uh, I'm guessing California's in and out. Let me take a look. Uh, I think it is. I believe it is. It is in and out. That is correct. And then you mentioned my state is Panda Express. Panda Express. That throws me off. Very odd. Yeah. yeah very odd. Do you know the first pass, uh, Panda Express was in Pasadena? The first one ever? Yeah. No, I did not. It was, it was created in Pasadena. Huh. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, yeah, it's weird though that Oregon has been expressed because I've seen two the entire time that I've lived up here. Hmm. Like there's one 
like in a terrible area of Portland. And then there's one in this nice suburb that's kind of near my work. Those are the only two I've seen the entire time I've lived here for the last going on nine years now. Wow. Uh, Panda Express. <laughs> is there any like odd ones? Like, yeah, I was just looking at that. I just want to say Panda Express is delicious, though. I do, I do like Panda Express. Me too. Panda, Panda Express is much better miss, than Chick-fil-A. I miss going to the one in Locking Out. Oh, so yeah. close. I could just... I could say five it. minute drive. Oh yeah. So there's I'd always do orange chicken, mushroom chicken. Mushroom chicken. Half, I did. I like the mushroom chicken. And then half and half fried rice and chow mein. Mm. Okay. So I always did. I like their chow mein, but I always get their fried rice. I get orange chicken. Yeah. I'll get uh maybe like yes, yeah, sweet sour pork usually I get, and then uh broccoli beef. Just fantastic. Mm. Um, the only, so, so you got your main ones, like a lot of states, there's a ton of Chick-fil-A's, there's a ton of Sonic's, there's a ton of McDonald's, a couple different in and outs, uh, of the states that have them. I think of the states that have them, they're like, oh yeah, this needs to be our number one, obviously. What is Washington? I'm curious. Washington is, see that right there is one of the only oddities. Uh-huh. Charlie's? Fuck is Charlie? I have no idea. It's C H C H A R L E Y apostrophe S. C H A R L E Y apostrophe S. Charlie's. Is this Charlie's Philly cheese? Charlie's Angels. I uh, Charlie's Charlie's pre-chewed steaks. Charlie's cheese steaks. Oh, it is. Oh, no, there's. Some here in Portland. Oh, you ought to try it out. See if they're uh, they know what they're talking about. You so I, I assume you've never been to a Charlie's. I've never. I've never heard of it. Seen it? What <laughs> the hell? I mean, it looks like just like a. Oh, it looks it looks kind of like a um like a food court place more than oh. anything. Like I don't know if it's an actual place. Like I think you actually have to walk into a mall. Ah, oh, forget to it. To go to one of these. Not doing that. They must have a lot of malls in Washington. I know. I just, this looks doesn't it looks I don't know. It looks really fast food cheesesteak like, mm-hmm. which I don't think is what you want from a cheesesteak. No. Is fast food quality. Oh, it must be good. Um, so Ooh, that picture looks good. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. <laughs> so Wyoming. God, I'm hungry. Yeah, me too now. Uh Wyoming has Carl's Jr. That's the only Carl's Jr. on there. What's the what's the rule with Carl's Jr.? Is it like if it's east of the Mississippi, it's called Hardee's? Yeah. Um, is it the Mississippi? It's I have no idea. Yeah. I'm just guessing because I know sounds about right. on the East Coast, it's Hardee's. And it's the same thing. Uh, Carl, you know what? I think Carl's Jr. is better than Chick-fil-A. I do like me a Carl's Jr. as well. Carl's Jr. has got some really good greasy fucking fat burgers. Oh, my God. Their burgers are gigantic. I yeah. like that. They're very and good. Their breakfast burger. Have you had their breakfast burger? No, I have not. There's an egg on that, right? <sighs> There's an egg, tater tots, ketchup. Oh. I mean, it's simple, but it's so good. It sounds great. So good, and it's big. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do like them. Um, I haven't been to Carl's Jr. in a long time. Uh, let's see. The only other oddities here, aside from like Chick Fil A, McDonald's, uh, there's a couple. There's like two Taco Bells. Which yeah. I, I do, uh, you know what Taco Bell? I feel I I always like Taco Bell. 
but over the past, I think I like Taco Bell. And yeah, maybe I that's it. it. And I'm like, I'm like, mm, I wish I didn't have that. <laughs> I used to really like Taco Bell, but I feel in the past, I want to say like five years, they've changed something. I don't know. It's kind of gone like downhill because like, every time I have it now, like I love the idea of it. And every time I have it now, I'm like, oh, what did I do? It's not the elegant cuisine it oh, used to be. It's... <laughs> Like they got rid of the Mexican pizza. Oh, it was my favorite item. That thing was great. Yeah. Yeah, that thing was Why would very they do good. that? I don't know. I do want to try their new... Uh, they have like a, a chicken sandwich taco. Have you tried that? Uh, no. L- well, <laughs> look it up if you're bored. It looks really good. I've not tried it, though. Um, okay, let's see. The only other thing... Things... a chicken taco? <laughs> yeah, you... yeah. I think they've done that, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... New York, uh, the most populated state, uh, has churches. Churches oh, chicken. I've heard of I've churches. Heard it too. Yeah. I've heard of it too. I've heard I it's good. There's some here in Oregon. Okay. I know. Um, is Canes on any of the lists? No, there? no Canes. Because Canes has like come to Oregon recently, and that's actually pretty good. I've heard that. As far as fried chicken goes, yeah, um, I actually prefer that to uh, Chick Fil A. Okay, and I think I think they're probably around the same pricing. Oh, too. so eight hundred dollars for a meal, great. But I think Canes Canes is like kind of the same thing about that Philly cheese steak place. So like you have to go to like a food court. Ah to go. Forget it. Like it used to be convenient for me because it used to be right below. Um, my last job at yard house. Cause we were like, our restaurant was like right above the mall. Oh so yeah. Easy access. Um, well, we've got uh Kansas. What are the weird, I was gonna say, what are the weird Floridians like Florida, uh, Florida Chick-fil-A. That makes sense. Mm, yeah. Uh, the only, the only other, uh, oddities or ones where there's like one or two Kansas likes Jack in the box. You know, I like, I like checking the box too. Iowa, good for Kansas. Like <laughs> Iowa likes Wendy's. Um, I like Wendy's. Wendy's is good. I just Wendy's. Is, I well, Wendy's is another. They have a good burger, but Wendy's is fine. I just look at Wendy's. Yeah, they're fine. But it's I don't know. It's very greasy. It is. Yeah. It's almost too tempting, Wendy's, because like you can do like a like a triple. Oh yeah, just, easy. Yeah, I mean the food is just. Yeah, yeah, it's just too tempting. <laughs> I don't know why. There's just something about like every time I go there, it's just like I'm being bad. Oh yeah, real bad. And you, Wendy, <laughs> <laughs> and they're frosties. They, it's good oh, frosty. Their frosties yeah. are fucking good. Yeah, they're cheap. Um, uh, the only other oddity I can see here is Illinois. I I don't know if I've ever. I want to say if I've. I don't even know if I've been like to one of these. I know I've had many of their products, uh, but Wendy's, not Wendy's, sorry, Illinois' favorite place is White Castle. I've never, yeah, never been to White Castle. Huh. That's like what the East Coast version of In-N-Out, isn't it? Um, I don't know because I know they have the tiny burgers. Have you had Have you had uh, White Castle products like from the store? I think I might have once, but I didn't really judge it based on that. I remember because they were just, yeah, they were like, yeah, microwavable burgers, which I've had. And it kind of tastes very similar to that. So I wasn't judging it off of that. Okay. And that's probably a good call because 
uh, back in the day, my when I lived at my parents or lived in the vicinity and used to visit a lot, they, for some reason, often had White Castle burgers in the freezer. So uh, I would go home after a late night or I, and pull a butt, like four of them out of the freezer, stick them in the microwave, throw on some ketchup, and they're freaking good. They're very good. God, you're making me so hungry. I know. Can we end this podcast? Yeah, we can. We're, we're like way over now. <laughs> we're anyway. way over, and I'm so fucking hungry. Yeah, okay. This can, this well, can I'm going to be eating extremely unhealthy tonight. That's for sure. I just don't know what. You don't have a choice, I think. Uh, I don't see any other oddities, so I guess we can... Uh, we end can there. And uh, damn, a lot of people like Chick-fil-A. What the hell? I know. I don't get it. I don't either. It's all like in the South, too. It huh? is, yeah. It really is all in the South. God, what, is, what is like Massachusetts like? Is it oh, like crab rolls? I just I just exited out of that. Oh, it's okay. I guess it doesn't matter. Just imagine it's like it's a fast food lobster place. It probably is. It's actually Wicked Lobsters. Wicked Lobster. Yeah, that's what it is. I damn, I can't even open this back up. Because it hates it's me. Okay. Okay. It, it's all right. It's a good place to end. Uh I want to thank producer Brandon for jumping up. Oh wait, oh, wait he didn't no, show no. up like he said he would. No. He didn't. He said so he was there was no to. game. No game, people. There was no game. Uh, Massachusetts, by the way, is not a state according to this list. I just got it back. And Massachusetts. Oh, never mind. Hold on. It's just out of order now. Massachusetts. I'm going to find this real quick. Is. Come on. There we go. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Oh, McDonald's. What? Yeah. What a lame. That's so fucking lame. Yeah, come on. Be a lobster place. <laughs> it's not. Be a lobster place. Be a lobster place. Didn't yeah, you know what? I, I, I think I read somewhere um McDonald's Clam Jumper. Oh, Clam Jumper's so good. It's not fast food. I love yeah. Clam Jumper. Okay, we gotta end this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we gotta eat. Yeah. I got to sleep. You're going to go to bed yeah. even later. Yes, I am. <laughs> going to go to bed with a cheeseburger in hand. Uh, as per normal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that uh, concludes episode 35 of Rounding the Bases. You can find me on Twitter at SmartAskU27 and Instagram RobAskU29. And just, uh, I guess, like for me on Twitter, Soup or Sizemore. You can find uh, producer Brandon at uh, Barnyard Cruise. And then you can also find our Twitter handle, uh, Rounding Bases, at Rounding the B. What's that? What's that saying? Oh, All right. Oh, also, oh. you cannot find Brandon on this podcast. That's right. Shame. He's having dinner with family. <laughs> Prick. All right. <laughs> All right. So long, everybody. We will catch you next time. Okay, bye. Bye.